Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Hello. Jehu. Here to talk about the 92nd Oscars. Sure. Um, if that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I know <laughs> Joseph wanted to get it right last time we <laughs> talked about wrong. them, and he, he couldn't do it, um, which aired Sunday night, and we now have winners, and we now can compare what we did and talk about snubs and on, on that note, the drama. If, if you want to know a little bit more about these movies, really, we didn't talk that much about them, but if you want to go back and see what our predictions were and, and all of our other hot takes about the nominations in the first place, you can go back a couple weeks to yeah. our... Just pause this right here. Yep. yep. Go listen to the other one and then start back right here. And then yep. you can prove you can prove that we're not lying to you about our <laughs> predictions. Do we want to go through category by category? Do we want to talk about some of the highlights? Um, I figure we can go category by category and break in some highlights here I, and there. I did want to say one thing, and I said this before we began, and I'm going to bring it up again because I think we disagree on it. I did not enjoy the no host as much this year as I did last year. See, I, I, I thought it was good. I liked how it sped along, and you know we were out of there by 10.30, and I liked the Janelle Monet kind of music intro with then the little comedy with Chris Rock. See, and I didn't Stan. think the, I, I didn't but, think the Chris Rock, Steve Martin stuff all landed. Both yeah. of those things didn't land for me. The Janelle Monet thing felt very like forced in there. And then there's the whole thing of her trying to do the crowd interaction with her like, la 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 la. Yeah. And then like, hand it off. And nobody's like, I don't want to fucking do that <laughs> on yeah. live television. Scorsese's he's like, I have $80 million <laughs> in 20 of these things. I'm not singing along with and you. Yeah, I mean, like, have, having Steve Martin and Chris Rock as your, like, starting two guys uh, as, like, your, you know, opening comedy bit, it just reminds you of, oh, these guys could have been all of the bits. Yeah, they could have just hosted. And it probably would have been smoother like that for the two of them because they, you know, you could set things up and all that stuff, but the back and forth was kind of awkward and... They both have such different comedy styles. I like both of them. But later on, it was you brought a person out to introduce a person or you'd even have somebody else introduce somebody else before they introduce the people to present. Like, I just feel like one person to do that, all of that. They did a lot of extra montages that I wasn't expecting. There was uh, a recap rap in the middle of the program. In case you forgot what had happened the first two hours. It's, It's one of those things where I feel like they talk about they want to reduce the time, but it also feels like... When they removed the host, they added padding. I do want to say this. My least favorite thing about the Oscars every year is not anything necessarily with the Oscars. It's people complaining about who left out on the in-memoriam <laughs> thing. We don't even fucking need the in-memoriam <laughs> thing. Who got the biggest pop for dying? Oh, probably Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean it was in L.A.? Kirk Douglas was 103 fucking no, years old. Kirk Douglas got the last pop. Yeah, they, it was, they started Kobe with Kobe was first ended. and Kirk was last. Right. So that's... Yeah. They I were about think, it. Kobe won an Oscar in, last in, year. Yeah. In comedy terms, Kirk Douglas was the best joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's all. Um, Luke Perry is the one. And I, I feel like that's also a slight at Quentin Tarantino if I'm reading the cards. You know what I mean? Because his last movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which got kind of snubbed uh-huh. last night. So Luke Perry and then the guy from uh, the Rob Zombie yeah, Three from Sid Hell. Haig. Sid Yep. Good, good job. Those are yeah. the two. Those are the two. Yeah, I just hate people complaining about it. We do it yeah, every year. I know. They're not gonna include everyone. Just, right, they're just gonna miss don't somebody. don't bitch about it. I, I will say Kirk Douglas died like four days ago when they were able to throw him in. So maybe there's some it's room a, for it's it. It's a but fucking slideshow. I know it's not necessary. <laughs> it can't, Either way, it can't be that hard to put it together. I mean, they're not trying to save time on this. So what they should really do is just once they're done, just go to the fucking audience and be like, "Hey, who did we miss?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. So 
let's start with the shitty categories that we don't care about. I'm, I'm going in order on the Oscar webpage officially because okay. that's the easiest one. And it's in the same order as our sheet, I think. Uh, so we got uh, Best Original Screenplay. Do we want to do... I don't give a fuck about the nominees. Do we want to do winners? We yeah. yeah, winners. yeah. Uh, the winner was Parasite, which was kind of a, an indicator of things to come. Yep. Uh, I was kind of surprised. Look, it's one of those things where... Do all these motherfuckers read all these screenplays? I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. I doubt it. Uh, especially since this one was presumptively or at least originally in Korean. I have a hard time believing this shouldn't have been Marriage Story, but... I wanted Knives Out or Marriage Story. Oh, shit. I wrote down. I thought Parasite would win, though. Good job, me. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you just pat yourself on the back? <laughs> I did. <laughs> on the back. I'm getting a pen. So like, <laughs> congratulate myself. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, like, this was the sign of the, of the times. The rest of the show is coming. You, get, you know what I mean? Because Parasite was the big winner. And that guy won four Oscars, which is the most anyone's won since they said Walt Disney. Yeah, wow. I read that. So, four, you know, this guy won four Oscars in one night. So, Parasite's a, you know, great movie. Was it my top five favorite? No, but it, I can recognize it. Yeah. Good. I mean, I love Parasite, but it, it shrinks to me where other places, especially like, you know, in the direction and the acting. I don't know if the screenplay's bad, but I always relate screen, that to dialogue. And like, Marriage Story has some really really great like monologues mm-hmm. and really interactions with people and like i, I know just because I've, I've seen noah baumbach talk about it like on uh, on you know, like youtube videos and stuff not only is the dialogue there but like specific screen directions and like mm-hmm. blocking is written into like how, how everything that was in the scenes is exactly how it's written you know mm-hmm. just yeah. about but i mean i'm not gonna complain yeah no it's, it's, it's a good choice and also tarantino knows how to write and i think this was once he didn't win this i think we kind of knew it wasn't gonna be his night no so so it. one for me uh, I we, didn't mark down any of these. Then I didn't we, mark down any of these. We movies. move on to adapted screenplay, which I think was one that we all might have gotten. I don't know. It's uh, Jojo Rabbit. Taika Waititi's, I think, lone win for the night. Yeah, no, I thought Little Women was going to win this because Greta Gerwig kind of got shut out of Best Picture. Yeah. and you know, well, not but Best Director. So I don't remember what we said on our previous yeah. episode, but I'm happy Jojo Rabbit won this. Me too. Yeah. I'm glad it won something. Yeah, and Taika Waititi's acceptance speech was great. I thought yep. he looked. Very touched and surprised that he won it. And he did, yeah. He did not seem to have a speech. <laughs> I like that reaction out of people. Yeah. yeah. First native New Zealander to win an Oscar. Wow. I read really? Today. Huh. So. Representing the Kiwis. Yep. What the fuck Go is him. And he was celebrating with uh, Natalie Portman backstage. And who are, they're going to do Thor four together? Yeah, so yeah. that was that's super cool. You know, yeah. they seem to have a good relationship. So I think that movie's going to be good. Cool. He'll, he'll lighten up Natalie Portman, which I think is. Something that everyone would like. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching that one. Uh, we got achievement in visual effects. Uh, this was an upset. I feel like I don't. Even, oh, yeah, I was about to say I don't remember what one. I'm looking at the fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was 1917, which I don't. You know. That's what we, I picked on the podcast. There's good, you did. There's good yeah. visual effects, but it's just like this is the one where you know, big, loud, ridiculous amount of computer generated shit is like the currency. And, like, how is Avengers or Star Wars not this one? Or The Lion King? This does seem like the one you give to movies for idiots like me. Yep. You know? Well, I I mean, I I think well, the reason why it's a big slight is, like, I feel like is a lot of these people work really, really fucking hard. And a lot of them do it on these movies. And they get no recognition in the movie industry <laughs> right. whatsoever. Not even just as a popcorn flick. But, like, they're the dudes who just sit at computers and animate this shit and make it look photorealistic and they get no love from the people next to them. Um, if you're going to give it to a uh, more practical FX thing, I actually think Parasite is another 
contender here. That flood scene is incredible in that movie. And uh, it's shot really well. And all of that is like built by hand in a soundstage. Um, so I, I don't know. I, you, I, could, you could split this award into two, make it like practical visual effects and like yeah. CGI visual effects, and then still get your popcorn movie. And then still like I mean to be fair, you know, because they are two separate almost categories. Yeah, to your to your credit, I think they kind of already have done that. I feel like production design is a little bit more towards the practical stuff and visual effects is more towards the computer. That's fair. Uh, So the next one we got sound mixing and sound editing, which, as far as I'm concerned, are no different. But the uh, Academy feels differently. Uh, Sound editing was won by Ford versus Ferrari, which again I predicted. Uh, And sound mixing was won by 1917. Why? Fuck if I know. I know the car sound sounded good in, in Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> they both would have beat Bohemian last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I have problems with Bohemian winning this because uh, we, it was literally work done 40 years ago <laughs> when, when A Night at the Opera came out. <laughs> this the Bohemian won this these two categories in last year's Oscars. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know what this really is. So you guys can speak on it more than I can. I mean, I, I think it just plays in, especially Ford versus Ferrari really creates a feeling. I think the same thing with 1917. Like, uh, the audio tracks are both probably very, very important to those films to make them feel like experiences. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so probably one of the, the, actually, is this the only one? This might be the only uh, Quentin Tarantino nod in the whole bunch. Production design, which I think Ian pegged, or maybe I pegged. I don't know. I, I like pegged. that you're giving me credit for an idea that you, you I brought think, up. I think might have been behind <laughs> me. Uh, but I'll take it. But, you yeah. know, it's it's early Hollywood. Yeah. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all those motherfuckers were there. They remember this shit. Of course they're going to love that he rebuilt yeah. it, you know? Yeah. He, like, rebuilt old theaters exactly as they were and then, like, put movies that came out on, like, those specific dates. You know, like, he did a good job. Yeah. That guy knows Hollywood history. Like, you were saying that he has a whole story worked out where Rick Walt- Dalton goes after... This mm-hmm. movie ends, and he starts dropping like he would start in these B movies. Then he went and start, you know, work for this director, and he never, but you know, and those were Tarantino, all real people. Yeah, Tarantino knows Hollywood history better than anyone I think on the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he did good. Which is weird that these guys don't like him more. I know. You know, he seems like he would be like their guy. <laughs> yep. It's one of those things. I think it's just perpetuated itself at this mm-hmm. point. Like I feel like this was his like olive branch right. to the Oscars, and they like, still gave him middle finger. Yeah, but I think it's too late. Like Quentin Tarantino is already so associated with his other movies and like you know the style and the violence and the cursing and all the kind of stuff. Right. That is not like traditionally their shit, right? It makes uh, me really wonder what the tenth movie is going to be. Yeah, like, I know, right? Just throw it all out yeah, the window. If this was his attempt. Yeah, yeah. fuck him, fuck him. Uh, so next one, oh, uh, original song <laughs> is the next one, uh, and I put into the unknown. I think we all agreed. Uh, though to be fair, so so this is one of the other things that the Oscars does every year, which I actually don't mind. A lot of people complain about it, but they do each of the original songs, yep. usually by the original artist. Uh, Randy Newman's a fucking maniac. Uh, I don't know how that guy got a job anywhere doing anything. <laughs> but the the uh, what's her name? Uh, Cynthia Cynthia Erivo from yeah. Harriet fucking crushed it. That she yeah. was so great. I don't even. I don't know if I like that song. I don't know if I like that movie. But that she was incredible. Yeah, it, I, I saw an article about it. Who's the headline was Oscar voters wish they had heard that version before they voted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she was the best. They should they should vote for that like day of yeah. performance matters. <laughs> so you know, uh, I, I told you guys this before we started recording. I didn't actually watch the show. I thought it might make it more exciting just to hear it from you all, and so far it hasn't. <laughs> but the one thing I did want to ask about something happened with Eminem. What happened with Eminem? Well, this is more your territory. 
So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is he the rap expert of the podcast? Uh, I mean, it's a low bar, but I think so. <laughs> the uh, the crazy thing with Eminem that happened was, number one, let's just walk through the entire thing. Right. There's this guy who's standing in the audience. He's going to be the lead in Into the Heights. Right. And he's talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda. Never says his name. Right. Goes in like, I don't know, a 30-second spiel about Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel walks out on stage. He then gives a 30-second spiel about how powerful music is to movies. Right. Then they show like a 45-second montage of Great movie songs. Yeah. Very familiar to our podcast. Indeed. (laughs) Um, Had a a great, uh, uh, what's his name? John Hughes quote. Oh, yeah. You were mad we didn't. I'm so (laughs) mad that we didn't have this for our episode. uh, You can take the song out of the movie, but you can't take the movie out of the song. Yeah. Right. And um, then all of that ends with like a really long bit on Eight Mile, and you're like, I think they like went away from Eight Mile and then came, came back. back. To yeah, Eight they Mile. definitely yeah. did. And yeah. you were like, why all the infamous in Eight Mile? And all of a sudden, like this orchestra rises out of the floor, and doom, 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 doom. And right. then Eminem walks out, and then all the white people in the audience got down with their back. Yeah, I know. It was a very mixed reaction. The people who were into it were really into it. The people who were not into it were really not into it. It just seems like, man, that would have been the best moment ever in 2004. Yes, so it's 17 years after he won the Oscar for 8 Mile. Right. He finally is invited on stage to perform it, which I think would be interesting if it was relevant in the slightest. Right, right. Yeah. If something had happened with him or Eight Mile recently, or they yeah. said it on the like on the telecast because everyone was definitely having the same reaction with us. Like, why right. is Eminem performing? For sure, yeah. Because <laughs> I only heard that after the fact that like he didn't come eighteen years ago and yeah. he won. And he's like finally getting his performance. Uh, yeah, I guess if this was like a widely known bit of trivia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is now. The only thing I could, the only like connection is Elton John also performed, and I know Elton and Eminem have like a really good relationship. Right. Or yeah. somehow he rekindled the fire to get Eminem to come. I don't know, but it was weird. But I really enjoyed watching. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I don't give a fuck. I think no. Indina Manzel had the best look, and oh, she's for become sure. the meme like. It was like it was like I don't know what's going on right now. Look, and she she was pretty good. It was yeah, pretty she was great. Like, Did you not just hear me? <laughs> yeah. Fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Poor idea to getting getting upstaged by all the uh, all the European Elsas. You think she was upstaged by them? No, but like you know, she had to share, share the spot. She had to exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was a classy move. I was into it. I think she. I feel kicked like their tails. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like Disney saw the uh, or the Oscars saw that YouTube video of Elsa singing "Let It Go" in all the languages. Like, what if we did that? Yeah, <laughs> and they did. Yep. Uh, so that brings us to best. But who won the original yeah. song? Yeah, Rocket oh, Man. It, it, no, it was, it was John got an Oscar. Man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Didn't I? Didn't like that decision. Yeah. It wasn't the best song. It was fun to see Elton out there, but I didn't love the song that much. I mean, it was probably just a case of, this might be the last chance we get to give this guy uh, yeah. an Oscar. Which is how I felt about the next one, which is, uh, you know, uh, original score. Because John Williams was nominated. I know John Williams has won before, but not enough. Not enough for the amount of fucking impact that <laughs> right. he's had on music of the 20 and 21st century. I mean, I agree with what you're saying, but I do think Joker was the best score. Joker probably was. Also, apparently, Hilda is a woman. Yeah. Now we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we said that on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And her speech was great, too. I really like it. She won the Globe. She was the favorite. So I think we called both of these right. We we said Elton John was going to win, too. 
Yeah, I think we said we wanted into the unknown, but yeah. I believe you said the Rocket yeah. Man one, yeah. Uh, so that brings us to makeup and hairstyling, which uh, was, you know, I, I didn't think this movie was going to win anything because I didn't think anybody watched it. But you called this one, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Ian, I think you did say this. And no one watched it. You also called that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bombshell, <laughs> because they made Charlize Theron look like a different fucking person. Yeah. Apparently, the apparently that's one. all you need to do to get an Oscar is make Charlize look different than she usually does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had no interest in seeing this movie, and this win does not change that opinion. Yeah, yeah. she's gorgeous, though. She was in the front row of the Oscars, yeah, yeah. and they, they kept like showing her. Her and Tom Hanks were sitting next to each other. Yeah, she's. I'm I'm telling you, man. Like, not nothing to get, uh, like you know, twenty something Charlie's looks great, but like forty something Charlie's looks yes. better somehow. <laughs> yes. It doesn't make sense. She was looking really good last night. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to best international feature of the year, which unsurprisingly went to Parasite. But a big, the big change that was noted in the speech is this used to be best foreign language film, and now changed to best international film. That was one of the things that he mentioned in his speech is that he really appreciates the change that the that the name change mm-hmm. represents, and uh, you know it's probably the right call because it's the only one I watched. Yeah, I, I think it's the right call. I would say it's it it set me up. It mis misguided me because I thought when it won this, I was like, oh, this that was is it. it. That was it. And I think the director said that because his you know his speech after winning that was like all right i'm gonna go drink yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he comes back to win another one we'll talk about later yeah. he's like oh I, I thought i was done yeah <laughs> uh, i think he said it twice yeah, yeah he did <laughs> so that brings to film editing uh which again if there was one to give to parasite i would have given this one to parasite yeah. i think the editing in that movie is incredible but they give it to Ford versus Ferrari, which I'm also fine with. That's a, that's a fun movie. I think it had to win something. They nominated it in multiple categories, and and unlike I mean, unlike <laughs> Tarantino, James Mangold's probably still in good with the Academy. Oh, yep. that's fair. I thought I thought you were going to go to the Irishman, which was yeah. also nominated for a shit ton of shit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Irishman, the Irishman. One, I think the second most nominations was something without a win. Without Ten one nominations win. And, and zero wins. I think there was one more that had more, but on a list you don't want to be on it's yeah. definitely i don't know not. i mean it's you still get nominated so <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're fine <laughs> score says he is all right i don't give a fuck about documentaries skipping that shit what do you mean we guessed on all of those we haven't seen any i've of seen them. american factory the one that won that's the obama one it's on netflix is it good yes did it deserve the oscar yes well good job well there you go let's move all on right. <laughs> conversation over uh so now we're, we're getting to the big ones uh so we got to achievement in uh directing which traditionally is the uh, the consolation prize for not winning Best Picture. Uh, so when when Bong Joon Ho won this one, he, I think he was one, Paris, surprised. Parasite won again. Yeah, yeah. So surprised to be back up here again. I enjoy again. I I, I like him in general. All of his interviews yeah. are, are good. Uh, but he he talked about one of his like most inspiring quotes that he like clung to is one of Martin Scorsese's quotes. Yeah, and yeah. just to be like nominated with him is was incredible. Parasite won. Parasite won. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is actually after having watched Parasite now, this is the one I wanted him to win. Yeah. Because I feel like of all the movies uh, nominated in all the categories, the strength of Parasite is, is his direct. direction. For sure. Yeah. I, I just think, look, I think Parasite's a good movie, but to give it four premium awards, I feel like, I don't know if it was that much better than all these other ones that they, they kind I mean, of shut out. I, I wish they would have spread the love around a little bit more. I, Not that it shouldn't have won what it won. But. I can agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I think this is the one that was m- probably most deserved. Sure. In, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and the next next up is costume design, which once again, Ian nailed it with... Uh, Little Women. The, the, the low effort choice, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. <laughs> what is that? 
does that even mean? Not by you. <laughs> you were right, but the low effort choice by the Academy. Yeah, the easy choice. Just it's give Victorian. It. Yeah, good they, costumes. They love a period piece. And uh, I'm glad this won something because this is the only thing it won. It did, yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. So um, it's it's a good movie. So at least it got something, but kind of feels token when it just wins this one I mean, thing. definitely a, a lot of these <laughs> felt. The women movie only wins casting design. Uh, that's, <laughs> damn. That's even worse than screenplay, I think. I know. Yeah. Yeah, there, there were a couple of those where I was like, I'm glad it won something, but it won the wrong thing. Yeah. But that's fine. Uh, achievement in cinematography, this was a, a fucking landslide. Nobody was even questioning it. It was 1917. Yep. And, and I feel like this actually, now that I think about it, they were like, you know how you think about you give them this and that's kind of what they get? They think the cinematography was this whole movie. I feel like they gave it to this, and they're like, "All right, we're not giving you anything else because this is what that movie was all about." Yeah, and yeah. I think that, that really. I think it yeah. took it out of everything else. I really do. It's they, they definitely look, the thing this movie works off of. Yeah, not more Sam Mendes, more the that cinematographer. Well, Roger, yeah, Roger Deakins. Deakins. Yeah, I mean, Roger, he's yeah, fucking famous. I mean, yeah. name me any other cinematographer. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, but you know that guy. Yeah, and he, so I, I think that's kind of. I did, now I think about it, it makes sense how it went. Oh yeah. Uh, next up is the animated feature, which uh, I was uh, proud to have seen three of, but I didn't see the one that won, which was Toy Story Four. <laughs> you haven't seen Toy Story Four? No, I haven't seen Toy Story Four. It's on Disney Plus now. It's, it's really one of these really days. good. You should watch it. It, it. it, in my opinion, was the best. Did, was it yeah, the best yeah. one? I, it, I don't even know that I appreciate it as good as it is. Like the first time I watched it, I went back and watched it like last week. Now it's on Disney Plus and. Yeah, it's a good fucking movie. Yeah. The villain, especially, is so fully realized, and yeah. you, you sympathize with her. It's, it's, it's definitely the best like villain arc in any any yeah. of these Toy Story movies, and I mean, it's a it, they make great decisions both with Bo Peep and uh, with Woody, and I mean, it's really good. I was really happy it won. Uh, I had been okay. I would have been okay if Klaus had won because that was really surprising to me. The quality of that yeah. movie. I will say, I feel like any of the animated features last year would have beat the animated features from this year. What won last year? Spider-Man. Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's way better. But, I mean, it had, like, The Incredibles 2. Yeah. It had... I think Toy Story 4 is better than Incredibles 2. Oh, I, wow. Yeah. I still you think came, yeah. Frozen 2 should have been on here. I it mean, absolutely should have. How to Train Your Dragon. The it should have been World. nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck get, How to get Train Your Dragon. Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Jay <Barishan>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so actually, I'm going to start with best actor in a supporting role because this is actually the first award that they do. I, I will say they did a bit. So usually, what they do for the structure of these awards, they start out with one of the big ones. They do supporting actor or actress, and then nothing. Right? Yeah. Until the very, very end, they actually spread them out pretty good. Mm-hmm. They spread out like cinematographies, other the other supporting, uh, directing, like. All in the middle, and then save just actor, actress, and best picture, best picture yeah. for last, which I really appreciate. That's, that's a better format because it keeps you, it keeps it funner more throughout, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, but Brad Pitt won early on for this, makes sense. There's it's a strong year for all of the acting categories. I felt like uh, I wouldn't have been upset with some other ones on this list. But. I, I think. If you were, if the voting ever came out, I think it would be a landslide that Brad Pitt. I'm won. sure it was. Yeah. Um, it, his his brotastic speech. His his Senate like yeah. uh, slight there. slider there at the beginning, yeah. you know, it's, it's standard Hollywood shit. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, and I like it. I like that he won this award. Yeah, it's his first acting award, which feels crazy, but it's well deserved. It is. Has he gotten a non acting award before? He, he produced a movie that right. won. Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I am. Yeah. But I, Susie said also like she had a good point. Like it started off, he made a political comment. I'm glad it like didn't snowball into like straight politics the entire time i mean there was a lot of it but we just talked through a lot of okay <laughs> i didn't hear a lot of it after that and yeah. maybe a little bit but i was glad that it wasn't like an overwhelming 
thread line coming out of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear that. I just want entertainment. Yeah, I mean, they're going to say it, but I thought the way he handled it. Yeah, was, it, was, it was pretty light. Yeah, it was light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that brings to uh, perform, uh, actress in a supporting role, which uh, I was pleased because I picked this I one picked also. this person, yeah. Laura Dern from Marriage Story. Again, after seeing them all, I might have changed my pick to Florence Pugh. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a well-deserved. Laura Dern crushes it in Marriage Story. She is terrifying. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard to say that she's the best part because they're all so they're all fucking. They're yeah. But she is just like, there's a gravity to her in that performance. And uh, I was very... It's her first time winning, and she's definitely deserved them in the past. She had a great year being in both Marriage Story and in Little Women. Um, I'm, I'm happy for her. But this is the first of two... Scarjo snubs. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen Marriage Story, so I wish Scarjo would have won. But uh-huh. I'm sure she was great. I like Laura Dern. But that brings us to actress in a leading role, uh, which was Ugh, the, the most God. bullshitty one. I, really, actor and actress are the most bullshit ones. I think of of the whole event. They're definitely true this Be- year because they were they were so predictable and so wrong at the same time. You know, and that, that's the most frustrating thing. I feel like. Yeah, like you, it's like you, you can forever. see the iceberg and you don't turn. <laughs> yeah. you know oh, what I'm that's a great, <laughs> great analogy. So Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland, correct, yeah. is the winner, and in a movie that no one fucking saw. Where I'm sure, and it came out in like August. So yeah, you know, and like it got no studi- other nominations. The so studio it thought it was bad. Yeah. Like, but and I can't stand her voice. I mean, everything about Renee Zellweger. Uh, this, I'm not, I, give it know. to Cynthia Erbo, man. I mean, I think that's the easy. The easy I mean, win right there. Really, any of the other ones? Just anybody else? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have gone Scojo or, or Shirley Ronan, but uh, I mean, I think didn't didn't we all call this one though? Didn't we all? Oh yeah, it was weird. It was. It's known. just you know, she's playing Judy Garland. That's just so up the Academy's ass. It is. You know, it's Oscar catnip. Oh, she won for the role, not Correct. for her yeah. performance. <laughs> yeah. Judy Garland won the award. I I I, I can't. I can't follow Renee Zellweger anymore since she stopped looking like Renee yeah. Zellweger. Yeah. It's so off-putting. She doesn't even look bad. She just looks like a completely different person. Somehow she looks more like Renee Zellweger. Fuck, Renee Zellweger again. I had many strokes. Oh, really? There. Yeah. Some, it's like she had like a face where you could see her eyes, but somehow she squinted them away again. <laughs> so Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to actor in a leading role, oh. which... This this would be my hill to die on if last year wasn't already my hill to die on. Uh, it's Joaquin Phoenix with Joker. Which, I just want to point out, Ian called you and I crazy for thinking that this was even uh-huh. a possibility. Uh, it shouldn't have been a possibility. I tried my best to avoid any Oscar news so I would learn on this, but I just couldn't avoid this because everyone knew how much it would piss me off. <laughs> um, yeah, you know... I mean, I you know I said so much about this in our prediction. I don't want to. That go means off. we're on our way to a Newt Scamander Joker. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I I fucking hate this. Um, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm so nonchalant. I just fucking hate this. Um, and I know you guys said that you were you were pissed off about his uh, upset, uh, acceptance speech. I'm fine with that. Like I'm. I'm like half a vegetarian, so I can like get on board. But it doesn't piss me off. Did you guys see like 
the last award he run before this. I don't even know what it was for, but he did some speech where that one, his his cause for that night was, you know, uh, diversity and inclusion and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he just completely tone deaf that he had just, he had won it for White Rage, the movie. Yeah. He, you know? And, and that's what, like, for, for me, when he won, I was like, this is wrong, but I'm really excited about what comes next. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because... Uh, like I, I think Joker is fine. It's it's not great, but you know it looks pretty. I do not think it's fine. It's fine. It's worse than Transformers. But it's, it's it's you know it's a it's a you know it's a hollow white male rage film that pretends it has a lot to say, has nothing to say, and is only famous because there's you know a comic book association to it. It's not it's not a great depiction of fucking mental illness in America. Right. Joaquin Phoenix is a great depiction <laughs> of mental illness in America. That dude is a is a fucking computer program that has convinced convinced himself that he's sentient and it's fascinating <laughs> i i love because everything all the words in his speech made sense and were complete sentences but had fucking no meaning it was amazing well i'm paraphrasing something from 30 rock here but i think his specific mental illness is debilitating wealth and fame yeah <laughs> like like he has been wealthy and famous for so long he just has no idea that he might not be interesting yeah yeah, I actually felt I didn't hate his speech either because yeah. to me it was not as bizarre as his last couple, right? Uh, had been. Um, it's, a, it's a real low bar. I agree. <laughs> I wouldn't say I hate it. I just think he, well, just he's crazy. Yeah, and he's no, just agreed. operating I, crazy, and everyone's just like getting out of his way at this point. So it, it was a. It was interesting. Like, just, that was the only one we shut up and were like, yeah. hush in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just thought. I just thought it was the the least crazy version of whatever we would have gotten out of Joaquin <laughs> And let's, let's be clear, he rehearsed that speech as many times as he rehearsed all of Joker. Yeah. Like, when he was talking about the calf getting taken from the mom and the angry, like, I, I, I was like, like he put me in the place, man. He was very descriptive. <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> I, the, the thing is, I actually think he's probably an okay dude. I just don't like his work on this film. Yeah. And I don't like most of I can't remember the last thing he did that I loved. Isn't he married to somebody? Everybody usually is. God, what's her name? She was fucking in social network. She was yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's girlfriend. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I cannot think of her name. She was in the David Fincher version of Girl in the Spiders. Oh, Rooney Mara? Yes. Rooney Mara, yeah. 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 Could you imagine? What What are their dinner yeah. conversations? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what a, I mean, they're perfect for each other. Like, we shit talk it all we want, but that makes a ton of sense. I mean, I... In the in the last thing, I compared uh, uh, Joaquin's acting style to Calculon from Futurama, and I think their conversations would probably be a lot like that. It's just so like I'm I'm sure they both raise one hand every time they say something to the other one. It's like, and I said this, you know, like it's, I mean. Fuck him. This kind of goes back to my point, though, of it being the less crazy version, because when he won the goal, the globe, he turned to Rooney, and he's like, Rooney, and he started to, like, cry, and then did nothing for, like, 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and it was just like, are you going to talk again? Or are you having a stroke? Like, what is happening? And not having that, I was like, oh, this is a bit more tame. I, yeah. I'm more on board with this. Yeah, I didn't know he was married to her. That that I don't know that they're worse. married, but they're definitely together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was that was probably the best part of the uh, the best and worst part of the Oscars. The most interesting, yeah. which yeah. is the best part. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's that's a fair point. Uh, and that brings us to the final thing, which was which was best picture, which we thought was going to be a real toss up because once Bong Joon Ho won for director, yeah. we were like, oh, geez, I wonder who it's going to be. 
Uh, but it was fucking Bong Joon-ho again. It was Parasite. Yeah. I mean, uh, that is really surprising because they invent the foreign language uh, category just so, hey, we'll give this to the people that we, you know, are definitely not going to give them. Yeah. You know, um, like it's it's I, it's crazy that someone has has one ever won both of those. No, yeah, I don't think this no. is the first. No, this is the yeah. first non-English film that's ever won Best Picture. Yeah, and uh, no, it, I'm not upset that it won. You know, yeah, what I no, mean? it's good. Like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't know if I would pick anything else above it. I mean, I think it's probably uh, the best of a lot of things. Good on him. Yeah. I I never watched it because I suspected. I think you'd really like up. it. But I, I would. I think you would. I may watch it. I can't decide. Yeah, I don't know. I I. I I, I'm I'm I don't think I'm not mad. I mean, it was a good movie, but I do think like give it to like Once Upon a Time or like Jojo Rabbit. Give something else to didn't or Little Women. Like, why does it need what? All what Little Women just needs a token award just best, to give it best something? picture token? Yeah. <laughs> no costume just because of Jogan. <laughs> yeah, no, I I just think it doesn't need all that because like they international feature film is where it, that's its best picture. Like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand why. I don't get it. I mean, if it was going to get that picture, it seems like some one of these other films should have gotten that. Yeah, because like these other yeah. movies weren't even eligible for best international feature film. So it's like I don't know. I just wish that. Oh fuck! I don't know. What I was going to say I lost it completely. Carry I on. was going to say the only thing that I that if I could go back and retroactively change, if if you can win in multiple categories like that. Into the Spider-Verse should have won last year. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. No, I, that's what I was going to say. I wish Tarantino had won for one of them. Just yeah. say something. I, I, like a director or a picture. He I, was I sitting care. there like yeah. a chump, you know what I mean? Yeah. Scorsese I'm, at least napped. I'm <laughs> usually very uninterested in the, uh, in, the, um, in the Oscars. I'm particularly uninterested in this one. But I, the, the, the most exciting thing coming out of it is how will Quentin Tarantino act a fool? Because yeah. this is the only time it really seemed like... I'm asking for this this Correct. Time, yep. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I agree. And and, uh, and they said no. So I I imagine the other one's just going to be like just trashy in the best possible way. Yep. Can I, why do you guys think it was? Why do you think that he got shunned? I mean, besides Brad Pitt, there nothing else. Why? Or I mean, it won production design. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think it's just it, he's Quentin Tarantino. I think it's just his reputation. Is the problem? And has he has he because that pissed that, on them before, like after like Inglorious Bastard, other movies didn't win. I wonder if there's there's bad blood. I don't know. That's yeah. that's what I'm I thinking. Mean, like certain, the maybe press. behind the scenes. I think yeah. it's a similar reason to why I like Adam Sandler didn't get nominated because people just didn't want to be seen as the people that nominated Adam Sandler <laughs> for an acting Oscar. Yeah, I mean it's it's really Adam I, Sandler I, is trash. Though. Tarantino Tarantino's like no, I, yeah. I, I think I think I, like I, right I, now like there couldn't be anyone. That's more the poster boy for just like white dudes than, yeah. than Quentin Tarantino, you know, which would make sense for them shining that any other year except for the fucking year that they gave an Oscar to Joker. Yeah, I also don't. I it's even the Adam Sandler thing is hard for me because you know Adam Sandler has a history of good dramatic roles. Yeah, this, this isn't Shark like Love is great. Yeah, it's Spanglish is great. It's mm. not like it's this is out of the ordinary. It just seems like there's just something against some people within yeah. Hollywood, and they just don't want to give into it. Um, one of the ones that I I felt like actress in a leading role was I, I said this in text. I want to say the biggest snob I should have talked snub we should have talked about is Lupita Nyong'o and us. She's so fucking great in that movie. Yeah, that's playing true. both of those roles, like she floats that whole movie. Yeah, that movie overall isn't as tight. As the, what's the previous get out. movie? Get out. get out! But she makes the whole thing. Work. Yeah, I you honestly, she could have won that, and I would have been totally fine. You know, I really she wasn't even nominated, but she was my. Looking back on it now, 
That was mm-hmm. probably my favorite leading actress. Performance they should have made her like a Royal Rumble supply, yeah. surprise entrance. <laughs> like she just came out and she won. That would have been awesome. Oh, man. That is, they should start mixing WWE and the I, I Oscars. Get Holy Vince McMahon shit. to produce the Oscars. I'd watch that. I show. probably would also watch yeah. that. At least just once. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that like that shit with the, the moonlight would happen like three times an Oscar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would happen with costume design. Yeah. Like they, they would call the wrong thing and then the glass would break and Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> would come out, give the presenter the stunner and then call the real one. Yeah, that's a show I'd watch. That's absolutely. I would watch the shit out of that. That's a fun pitch. Yeah, yeah. Make that movie. Why, are, why else, are we in the Key Academy? Yeah. Anything else we want to hit up? Anything no. else? We, we any notable things? The only the only bit that I enjoyed was the Kristen Wiig Maya Rudolph that one that great. we didn't talk it about. Was great. Yeah, that was funny. And Kristen Wiig's dress was the most very great. ridiculous. <laughs> I like Spike Lee's Kobe suit. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Elton John looked cool. Elton John looked like Elton John. Yeah, yeah. always. Um, but yeah, it was kind of run of the mill. It was very sure. run of the yeah. Yeah, I, I I didn't feel like the whole production was great this Who year. Who the but... fuck was the recap rapper? Yeah, good question. At us, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know, we could look it up, but yeah. fuck it. But that's the maybe ninety second Academy Awards. <laughs> 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 Hashtag real phonies. That's great. Uh, so what have we been watching this past week, guys? I I could go first. I watched. A few awful movies in theaters. Since you guys don't get free movies, I can go over some of the crap that I've seen. Right on. I watch Birds of Prey. First of all, how'd it do? Oh, it it awful. It, I it made like forty million dollars, and it's. I mean, yeah, it's it's fucking. I was kind of gun shy on making calls about this stuff since we were so fucking wrong about Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. But I almost called this was gonna bomb last week because I went to like a geek parade in New Orleans the weekend before, and. The year before when I'd went to, it was all Harley Quinns. Just Harley Quinns Ooh. falling out of trees. And the, and this entire parade, I saw two this time. I was like, oh, that fad's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Way to, over. I mean, to be fair, the movie did pretty well internationally. Right. It did like $50 million and then like 33 local, I think. Yeah, but, but even it was only produced that on, Well, it was only produced on a $60 million budget. I yeah. Mean, it, it's going to turn a profit. Right. But yeah, um, it's 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 just an awful movie. I haven't wanted to walk out of a movie in a long time, and I almost walked out of that one. Um, it's just girls punching guys in the nuts for two hours. Well, I mean, that's fun, though. No. <laughs> You're talking me into it. Who, getting the nuts is funny. I don't know who this movie's for. I don't know who wants that. But yeah, it's. I mean, Ewan McGregor is not great. The worst part is Huntress, which is Mary Elizabeth Wan- Winstead. Winstead. Oh, yes. you're so close. I know. Um I, like I, I told them yesterday at the party that I, I'm pretty sure that she got signed on to convince you to sign on because literally she has like six lines and like she's the punchline of a lot of jokes. They keep calling her crossbow girl and like they never want to say her name. Um, I, I think mean that sounds funny. It's a it's a Harley <laughs> Quinn movie too. Like it's I don't know why they didn't just call it Harley Quinn. I saw a fucking ad for it on uh, on uh, on TV that was Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey. Like she was the actress in yeah, that movie. Yeah. yeah, they need to. They should have rebranded it because, like, they they don't become the birds of prey until the very end. Yeah, so yeah. this is Harley Quinn interacting with these people, I'm, and it's real bad. Ewan McGregor is like, I mean, he's playing. I don't know if Black Mask is he gay in the in the comics. If he is, it's not in any of the comics. I've I read mean, he's him. playing like a flamboyant gay guy. No, he's like getting a, beat up by a bunch of girls. He's like a super sadist in comics. Yeah, and Zaz, but the you know the guys right. that's his boyfriend. And it's like it's just very that's weird. Yeah, it's I don't very think that's from cheesy. Comics, but I could be wrong. And uh, Cassandra Kane, who you told me was like a, a assassin and becomes you know Batgirl, yeah, yeah. they redo her as like this twelve year old pickpocket, 
and it, that's that Harley Quinn's kind of taken care of. It's just can she speak? Uh, yeah, she speaks. Fuck them. Yeah, it's 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 real real bad. Um, and Black Canary is just I don't know that none of them can act. I don't I don't know how this movie got made. It literally was like someone was like, hey, we need to make a feminine team action movie with comic books, and they like. When you start with an idea and build a movie around it, it's never going to be good because it's you know it's right interesting female characters. That's how all movies start, buddy. <laughs> no. But I do think that is where they stopped. Yeah, I think, uh, they, did, I, I didn't I, think they. I think they didn't get around to the it's building around. So bad. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Like not an idea. Like uh, like okay, there's a giant moon shaped uh, starship that blows up planets. Yeah, that's a, an idea. Like oh well, this is a market we should send. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. And, um, it's. I mean, Harley Quinn doesn't have powers. All she has is a bat that she hits guys in the nuts with. Like it's. I w- I'm telling. You, I want to see what you guys think, and if any of you like it more than I do. Me and Sarah almost went this weekend to see it, but yeah, I you just, made a good decision. Yeah, I, I. I mean, you almost talked me into it because I like watching people get hit in the nuts. <laughs> That's just always good times. But, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I none of the rest of that sounded good. I do want to see it eventually. I almost went and saw it this weekend. Uh, I say my, my expectations are appropriately lowered now, so I might enjoy it more. Maybe you will. Yeah. And then I've been watching The Morning Show. Have I talked about this? No. On Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I Jennifer got, Aniston. I, yeah, C4L. I realized I got a new uh, iPhone. I guess I got a year for free, so I just they opted yeah. me into it. So, um, yeah, I watched the first two episodes, and it's, it's really good. Uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon are like... Uh, the two news anchors and and Steve Carell's playing like a Matt Laurel Lauer kind of like sexual assault allegations and his life's kind of falling apart. And then um, the guy from Lawless, I always forget his name, the bad guy. Oh, uh, Guy Pierce. Yeah, Guy Pierce is like the producer who's like got everyone under their thumb, and it's it's pretty fun. I didn't even know Guy Pierce was in this. That's a huge selling point. I know I like I Guy Pierce. That. Yeah, and he's like a, he's like a serious co-star. He's like yeah. the antagonist, and it's like. It's kind of, you know, newsroom I know you guys are down on, but it's kind of got, like, you know, a lot of people saying witty things and three-dimensional characters. It's not really bad guys. Everyone's kind of gray, which is good. So, um, yeah, I would recommend it. Me and Susie are, like, walk, like going through that right yeah, now. Yeah, is it being released, like, one week at a time? No, it's all out there. It's we're all just, out there. Yeah, okay. we're taking our time. They're, they're, like, kind of long. They're, like, an hour each. I think there's yeah. eight of them. So we're three in, and we're going to finish it. And then the last thing is All or Nothing. Yeah, the football on a uh, documentary about the you know they pick a team and they you know do go through the whole season. They did the Eagles, and it just released this weekend. Eight episodes of like behind the scenes. Oh, Carson Wentz getting interviewed and Brandon Graham. This is like the best thing I've seen this year <laughs> for certain. I love it so much. Is this one of those things where like Susie goes to sleep and you just like slyly turn the TV? Yeah, back I'm watching on it by myself. And, and then like you get the hand cream close to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like they released it on Pornhub. <laughs> um, it goes through the games that we went to, and it shows yeah. the Julio Jones. Conversion. I'm glad you got to relive that. Moment. I know, oh, but man, we got decimated with injuries that game. We did really win that game. <laughs> you didn't, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. So I know you guys. If you guys like football, like behind the scenes, and like kind of, it talks about that the guy catching the babies and like ripping Aguilar, and it does like a you get a lot of background information. Yeah, it's. I will say so. I mean, it's definitely it's attempting to be hard knocks, uh, hard knocks, but for, for sure. like a whole season. The, the, the biggest problem with it is that you know how it ends, mm-hmm. and that definitely like paints the picture. If, sucks if the know. tension out. A little it does bit. suck the tension out a little bit, but it's a it's a like it's a well produced show. Yeah, and uh, you know it's not the Dallas Cowboys, so I might give it a shot. John Han- <laughs> John Hand narrates it. All right, on that's a good voice. So yeah, and that, that's pretty much it. Uh, I can go next. I, of course, continue with Next Generation. I also watched 
to I told Joseph this last week I was down three movies in the best picture category I knew I wasn't gonna be able to knock out all three so I just just tackled one I watched Parasite um really 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 enjoyed that film Kate did not yeah um, doesn't seem like her thing no she was not very into it um but yeah it, coming out of it I immediately was like yeah I hope this guy wins best director I don't know that it was my favorite movie of last year um but it's probably top five for sure uh, I really liked it and then I finally saw Knives Out which is definitely one of my favorite movies last year um and you know what I think they have a lot in common they both don't really have traditional story structure I think they both kind of subvert your expectations in really creative and new ways um that cast in Knives Out is great um yeah, no, I, I, I really like that movie. And I like how it takes a genre you're familiar with and basically not just flips it on its head, but just does it in like a completely new and an inventive way while still feeling very familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, really liked it. That was it. Both yep. better than Transformers. I like it. Oh, man. You know, I, I didn't really uh, do a lot this week as far as <laughs> watching things. You didn't I, even watch the Oscars. I um, <laughs> you, know, I, well, you know, I told you guys last week that there's an Altosh.0 uh, channel on uh, on on Pluto. I found up uh, on heavy viewing that there's really only about eight episodes that they play over and over. So if you have any any tri- uh, tri- trivia you want to ask me about those six specific episodes of Tosh.0, I can fucking nail that shit. Um, I did um, I did read uh, 25 issues of a comic called The Immortal Hulk. I talked about this. Uh, Early on when I got on the, uh, when I started doing the podcast, it's basically a horror take on the Hulk. Uh, I'd only read like the first 10 or so issues up for now. Uh, I had heard like issue 25 was the, was the single issue of the year. So I started from the beginning, read the whole thing in, and it's a really, really good fucking comic. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I think years from now, it's going to be the comic they talk about from this era. Hmm. And one of the things about it that's really cool is it's not just like comics are so writer oriented now. Everybody just follows writer. But this is a writer and an artist doing this. You know, there are some fill in guys, but whenever there's a fill in issue with an artist, they make sure it's a story that's sort of outside of the main narrative hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, you it's know, it's like I a w- werewolf, right? Does he come back from the dead or something? What, yeah, what it is is. Is, uh, you know, it's a lot like the X-Men redo, which they took the dumbest part of modern comics that everybody is always dying and coming back from the dead and made that like their premise, which was the Hulk had died recently and it turns out that he can't die. And the way that he becomes the Hulk now is Bruce Banner has to die and then after dark, the Hulk would come back. Mm. And it's a new personality for the Hulk that's called the Devil Hulk. And he's basically, he's not smart like Bruce Banner is, where he's like, you know, a, a, you know, a scientist or anything like that. But he's like street smarts. He's like intuitive. And, you know, okay. he's sort of what you come to find out is he's maybe like the first alternate uh, personality that uh, Bruce had that's just been locked away for a while. Because essentially he's the dad that Bruce wanted to protect him from his real dad. Mm. But uh, they sort of tie in a demonic element to the Hulks, which if you said to me on paper, that's what we're going to do the Hulk, I'd say that's fucking stupid. But they really earn it in the story. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Immortal mm. Hulk. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Fair enough. Um, I watched two of the uh, the animated Netflix. I don't know if they're both on Netflix, but the two Oscar-nominated animated ones on Netflix, which are, uh, is it? Is it Claus or Klaus? Klaus. Klaus. Klaus and uh, I Lost My Body. 
I Lost My Body is a French animated film about a severed hand trying to find its person. Uh, I get what they were doing, but it's really unsatisfying. I did not like that movie. I, I think it's well animated, and I was like invested in the story, but I was frustrated by the, the resolution. You know what I felt like when I was watching it is I felt like I was experiencing all the critiques people tell me about anime. <laughs> like I was like, oh, this is how other people feel. I don't remember anime. any like bikini episodes. Yeah. <laughs> the sexism part wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then I watched Klaus, which felt so much to me like, like the Christmas movie for someone else's generation. You know, like, in the same way that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was, like, something that I fucking grew up on. Mm-hmm. Like, that seemed like a show that, like, or a movie that, you know, maybe yeah, my kids yeah. could, like, would, like, look forward to watching every year kind of thing. It's really, really charming. Uh, I, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, and then in my BoJack withdrawal, which is heavy, uh, I have split off there. So there are a couple creative directors of that show, but two of the main ones are the production designer who does all the art and one who does the writing is like the main producer of the show. And they both have made other shows. Uh, the writer producer has made an, an Amazon show that's also kind of animated in the same way that a scanner darkly is animated called undone, which is like a dark time travel mystery thing, which is dark but intriguing, but also not as charming because there's no jokes and it. it's just very serious and mysterious. Uh, but Bob Odenkirk's in it, so you know that's a thing. I like uh, Bob Odenkirk. And the other one is called uh, Tuca and Birdie, which is an animated, uh, very similar style to BoJack Horseman, but even more ridiculous. Isn't that Maya Rudolph? I uh, know she's not. I don't think she's in it. It's uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish and that's Ali that, that, Wong, that, I think. That's or? what I'm thinking of. But that one was. Too silly and ridiculous for me, so I realized that the show I liked was this perfect harmony that I'm not sure I'm going to get again. But I'm going to finish the Undone one because it's pretty interesting. Uh, so 30 minutes, one season on Amazon. Give it a shot. Nice. Um, what are we doing next week? Spring movie preview. Is, is it that time already? I don't think we did March, did we? No, we did February, though. Yeah, so March, April, May. Well, we just were not, it's not the end of February yet. Okay. We could do. We, we could do. We have Sonic, two weeks left in February. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's true. Well, the week before. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got. We'll we'll have some kind of topic with, episode with spring movie or a spring movie preview. Who knows? What's Surprises. wrong with early? Gives them people to plan and see these spring movies if we give them a couple weeks advance on them. I, I guess. <laughs> you know Who's running out March first to see whatever comes out March first? Onward. <laughs> we should just go ahead and do next year's Oscar tra- uh, predictions for next oh, week. That's a good idea. Look at a list of what's coming out and decide what's going to win the Oscar. Love it. I do research love that. nothing about it. Just do it on name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, See what comes out on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> to, to join, that's really how you tell. <laughs> so join us next week for that. Uh, in the meantime, thank you guys for listening. If you have any other thoughts on the Oscars, who you think should win, what, uh, how you felt about the hostlessness. Uh, who, who that rapper was? Who that rap? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> who was that rap guy? Uh, any other favorite, famous, or uh, favorite Joaquin Phoenix rants of yours? Just send them in. Uh, you can reach us at realphoniesgmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for everything. We'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs>